Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rabot, right here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. Good morning, everybody. This is Issel and Louis. However, you're listening this morning, we appreciate you joining us. And as always, the first hour of the show is brought to you by Kentucky Tourism, KentuckyTourism.com. It's a bologna or salami wednesday and louie do we have a lot of bologna to talk about today oh my goodness my goodness my goodness um hi dan um nice to talk to you um at least we get to go to buckler farm tomorrow the um you know this just um it's it's just an evidence-based season isn't it we get evidence I, over and over again that confirms things that we think are true, and then it just keeps coming to fruition. I mean, I, 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 yeah, Louisville's I, just I, not very. It, Louisville stinks, right? They stink. Uh, oh, whatever, awful. whatever the, the whatever the level of stink that it is, that. And then <laughs> Kentucky, whenever they play good teams, they lose. And yeah. and, and frankly, and, and I'm not so sure this is a good team. <laughs> they may be the one team that getting out of injuries and developing freshmen might actually be on an upward trajectory in the SEC right now. Yeah, well they yeah, they started out 1 and 5 and I think now they're 6 and 5 in the conference. So I Louie, I've said it before, I cannot put my finger on it. I don't know if it's offense, defense, coaching, not listening, the locker room, but there is something that's very very wrong with this Kentucky team. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that that's not good, Dan, because we have to do two hours of radio. So let's try to figure out what those things are. Um, I think Arkansas had something like thirty-eight points on dunks and, and layups. So I, oh, wh- I'll start yeah. with I'll start there. Okay. Um, that there's something wrong with Oscar Sheeblade. Um, that either teams have enough film on him that they figured him out, which I think is very possible. Right. Or the knee's worse than we think it is. And he's either, like Ben Roberts has mentioned, we'll talk to him tomorrow at 1030 in his usual spot on Thursday, is that instead of just playing, he's thinking. And there are certain guys that are good or great because they don't, they don't think. They just have great intuition. I think of like a Ben Wallace like this, where his rebounding intuition was, was so great and he didn't do a ton of, well... I mean, is he going to shoot there? Is he going? No, no, no. He just reacted in the moment. Dennis Rodman was like this. Guys that just had an acumen for being on defense or you know being near the basket for rebounding. Oscar had some of that last year, 
He also has terrific rebounding form, and I've talked about it on the show with you before, where he's one of those guys that, more than anyone I've ever followed, can be behind someone and get rebounds without fouling at an incredible rate. I mean, really, I mean, just a remarkable thing. But that's gone away. We don't see that right now. And, And we certainly don't see him making plays on the defensive end. If Arkansas wanted to get to the hoop, they did. And, and what I worry about, Dan, that I think I saw last night, and this is a big picture thing, Arkansas had better players, and they out-schemed Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if and you that's look at doubly the, if, troubling. That is doubly yeah, troubling. No, yeah. If you look, if you look at the record, uh, Musselman has pretty much had Cal's number, um, and and I don't, I, I don't know if I agree with they have better players. But they just they they play better. There's no there's no question about that. Sure. I mean, you know, it's just it's so up and down, Louis. Now I know after the game, Cal said uh, Fredericks had sore ribs, and, and you know, did the kid really have sore ribs? Or uh, you know, I'm sure there was something there, but was was were the ribs sore enough that he has in 21 minutes? Basically nothing, nothing, nothing. He didn't score a point. He was 0 for 4 from the floor. He had one assist and one foul in 21 minutes. That that's your that's your shooting guard. That's the guy. That's the one position on the floor that you have to get points out of. That I mean that that's why he's called a shooting guard, yeah. and you get zero. And I agree with you about Oscar. I this. He right now he isn't playing anywhere close no. to the national player of the year that he was last year, and it's almost like it's almost like he's okay with it, which is really disturbing to me. If he throws his hands up in the air after another play, like how did this happen to me? <laughs> I mean, I I would not blame someone for you know just I mean just. I, I, okay, I was about to say something that I don't want someone to do, so never mind. Um, <laughs> I, but I would no, understand the right. frustration as a, as a fan. Like, I mean, just, you yeah. know, the desire to just go and tackle the guy and be like, stop it, cut it out, man, come on, like grab him by the shoulders and just shake him <laughs> into stop doing that. I mean, it it is so, Dan, it is so remarkable to watch him just throw his hands up in the air. And here's, yeah. here's the real issue, Dan, and I put it on the sheet because I just wanted you to see other people's projections. It's not just me that's talking about this. I mean, Lenardi had them essentially in the last eight teams in the tournament. Right. Before yesterday. And they lose right. by double digits at home. I mean, those numbers get bad. They have to go to Arkansas. Do you think, is there a reason to believe that they're going to be better against Auburn when they come to Rupp Arena? No. And, and, and no. They, last night, by the way, done. They don't have a margin for error anymore. Oh, no. It's over. No. It's over. Yeah. And I shared yeah. the net rankings, and, what, and, and it, they're, they're obviously not the only thing, Dan. That matters, um, especially the overall sort of ranking. You don't want to be outside the top 50, essentially, in the net is kind of how this works. Kentucky went from 32 to 41, and that's that's a real a real thing. But they're now, you know, in those metrics that they've made up for this, they're one and seven against quad one, and they have a, a quad four loss. I mean, think about that. Ohio State is 11 and 12. They have more quad one wins than Kentucky. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, I know on the I metrics know. it looks really, yeah. really bad. That's the issue here. No, you're you're right, and and you know I I have kind of dug my heels in against all of these sure. rankings sure. and stuff. And and let's remember, 
<clears throat> excuse me. Let's remember Joe Lenardi does not put the NCAA tournament together. I mean, it's nice that we have this to talk about, and he gets close. But you know, don't say, "Well, Lenardi has." He's not the story. So. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let, let's keep that in mind. But we talked last week about these net rankings, and evidently, margin of victory, or in this case, margin of defeat, yes, uh, plays into these rankings. And you get beat fifteen at home. By a team, Louie, that is thought to be on the same level as you. Mm-hmm. They didn't lose to they didn't lose to Kansas last night. They lost to a team that is kind of on the same line that you are by fifteen points at home. So uh, I guess my question is, uh, would you take seventy five dollars to get out of our bet right now? <laughs> I felt, you know, it is so weird because, and I've decided we can't do that anymore because I don't want to be rooting against the teams that I have to cover. (laughs) Okay. I wasn't rooting against Kentucky. I'll be very clear. I was not rooting against Kentucky last night. I thought when they pulled close at half, okay, what do they have to do second half to to keep this close and, and, you know, overcome Arkansas in the second half? Right. But at the same time, it, it occurred to me also you know, basketball is a game of runs. They used one of their good runs in the first half just to keep it close. Sure. And 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 it just it just I mean, after half, we're getting a ton of text, uh four three seven nine six eighty on the UPS jobs text line. Um, you know, someone asking, you know, did you feel, Dan, as you watched the game, did Cal make adjustments in the second half that you could tell um uh by watching? Uh well, about the only adjustment he had he made was when he told Kaysen, "Hey, you're the only guy that can make a basket for her, so go go shoot the go shoot the basketball." Other other than that, no, no. To be I, quite honest, I will I say one giveaway that I've learned doing this show with you about coaches is the more they're on the refs, the more they think their team isn't going to win the game. A good point. Great and Cal point. was all over the refs the entire game, and yep. it, it just and I I. I am very much, you know, I, I went after Scotty D after the Miami-Ohio game against Bellerman about my, my, my eight-year-old noticing he was nowhere near the huddle during huddles, that he was barking at refs. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, that conversation came up with our accountant yesterday. <laughs> he goes, your eight-year-old really knows basketball. I said, you damn right he does. And so we were talking about that. that that's the kind of stuff where, you know, you know we, we made fun of the here's, here's Emmanuel Okorafor, look over here. We're not two and nineteen. Don't worry. Yeah, right, man. If if Cal's chasing down refs, oh no, no, it's the referee's fault. Man, people are too smart around here. They know way too bad. They, they know way too well. You can't yeah. go do that. It's just not a thing. Do you think Wheeler is injured? Is coming down on the text line. Uh, well, I guess yeah. I mean, it. Uh, he's not him not being available last night is not the reason that the game was lost. Not even not even close. Um, you know, and you come out, you, as you said, you make a nice run to get back in the game. Uh, Collins makes a jumper at the buzzer. You're only down one. And you come out and you, you turn the ball over like three consecutive times, Louie. And, and they go down and dunk the ball. I mean, Cal had to call a timeout a minute and a half into the, into the second half. Yeah. It's, um, I, I, again, I, I don't know what's wrong, but... Uh, I mean, you let a team, this team shot 72% 
in the second half. Mm. 72%. (laughs) Come on, guys. I mean, at least... At least try to guard somebody. They outscore you by nine points from the free throw line. You got no chance to win that game. A team scores, a, a team shoots seventy-two percent in a half. You've got no shot. I don't care. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how many points and how many rebounds Oscar gets. Uh, it just it doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Last night was Arkansas's second quad one win. So either team was going to get their second quad one win last night. It is Arkansas that gets it by 15 on the road. And so, um, yeah, it just it starts to add up, Dan, that the, the resume for Kentucky, the blemishes are so big. And that's really the issue is that quad one record, that, that loss to South Carolina just stands out as a really bad loss right now. And so uh, – it's just yeah no I'm and I'm afraid where this is going to go. I mean we yeah. talked about when they had ten games uh, left, uh, they had to go eight and two uh, or yeah nine and one even Se- now, right now yeah. seven and three at the worst. Well, I'm not I'm worried now they won't get close to that. I mean you know after you look at last night's game, uh, do you feel good going to Arkansas and that environment obviously obviously not yes right playing this team you've got tennessee coming into your place uh you've got auburn coming into your place um by the way did you did you watch any of the auburn um texas a&m game no i ended up watching a bit of oh it was a different game last night I had a very long day, Dan. Yesterday, <laughs> I apologize. By the time I got to this game, I was so, so I was pretty spent. So ahead. let's talk about just for a minute. Let's talk about something positive. How how did the kids do last night? Did you did you grind out a victory in the Scholastic? I got to I got to tell you, we have great winner, great listeners, because the first text to the show this morning was, "I cannot believe you didn't lead with academic team." <laughs> I thought about it. I thought no, about it. No, you're good. Then, no, we need to talk about. But we got we got to talk about this. So, so how did you do? Uh, we're up eight nothing. Atta boy. Yeah, no, atta boy. I mean, it's called domination, people. It's called. It's nice that you have a team, but I'm not sure why you're here. It's called. Um, <laughs> I'm like Cal in the early years, roll the ball out, but I have the best players. Um, <laughs> that's what I am. And so were those quad <laughs> were those quad one wins or? Uh, we're at quad three right now. Okay. Uh, the quad right. ones will come in about a month. Yeah. Now okay. we, we got to move forward in the in the in the conference tournament here. Uh, at this point, we're playing quad three teams. Um, you know, there might have been a quad four yesterday, um, but uh, you know, we held serve. We won by double digits. That's right. Um, so we're up. You went out and did what you were supposed to. Look, do. it was a must. Don't lose for my kids, and they performed. Do you know why? Because I instill servant leadership in them. I instill um, the understanding that this is not about right now. It's about generational money for their families it's about getting to the next level of academic team league <laughs> well good for you good for you so you're you're having a you're having a better morning than cal or kenny so i did four hours of that yesterday i'm doing four hours more of that today Ooh. and then i've got about nine hours of it on saturday <laughs> it's, oh my it goodness. turns into my life for an entire week so good for you Good for you. I I, uh, I I know Cal was completely uh, devastated last night, and the reason I can tell is we have we have five. Aside from his opening statement was a minute, 
and we have sa- every other sound five, is thirty seconds or less. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have five five sound bites from Cal that run from sixteen seconds to thirty one seconds. He wasn't spending a lot of time talking about the game last night. Do you have any interest in talking to BBN Billy? Uh, sure. That's always fun. All right. Well, That's he has called in. Uh, his name is BBN Billy. Uh, I ha- I have an idea of what he's going to say. Good morning, Billy. Good morning, guys. Dan, if it's uh, I just accidentally turned the uh, Paul Fine bomb show and I saw your uh, face on there, which was oh, good yeah. to see. You look good. You say you're older, but you look good on on TV anyway. But anyway, get back to uh, look. It's over. It's been over. I go all the way back to the Wisconsin game. We can do a whole show whenever you guys want to. I'll bring you statistics and stats. This guy cannot coach. He doesn't want to coach the whole game. He could have been to many Final Fours if he just played a little zone. Just like you said a while ago, start 70-some percent. And you don't throw a little – he can't he, – he won't teach it, Dan, because he's lazy. His players come in and you leave, and he does not teach the whole game. Anybody that's any kind of a coach at all will beat this guy. It's not getting any better. It can't get any better because he can't get any better. It's over. I don't understand why people want to just and, and enjoy your guys' show, too. And uh, both of you guys are tremendous. Glad to have you here. But it's over. One of these days, we're going to meet you at one of your Barano's pizza places. We're going to bring you some statistics and stats. This guy can't do it. It's eight to nothing before the game starts when he plays any kind of a coach at all. Eight to nothing. He can't get it back. I agree with that. It's over. And it's it's embarrassing, really. But we're stuck with him because we got an AD. It's like we're held in hostage. We can't do anything about it. And I don't give a rat's butt if he gets five Michael Jordans and ten Larry Birds. Next year, he can still not win it. You guys have <laughs> hey, a great day. Thanks, Billy. Yes. Hey, Billy. Yes, Billy. Yes, you know, a good a good psychiatrist is about oh, two fifty an here. hour, and so I'm glad I'm glad we can I'm glad we Save can supply money. the therapy for you. Do you help me? But it's over. Take the blue goggles. Hope everybody they, they, when they bought the blue goggles and they won a couple games. Take them back. Get your money back. See. You. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Billy. Billy. All right. <laughs> Good to hear his voice again. I, you know, you know, and, and at the beginning of the year, I talked about, I don't want to put Dan in the same group, just the end of the empire, and all great coaches at some point, it runs out. It just does. And that's why you see coaches after five, six, seven years moving to different places because it's, it is easier for some reason. For most coaches, there are, ex, there are notable exceptions, but they are the all-time greats in the sport that can stay at a place and be great at a place for literally decades, right? Well, I don't and, think it'll happen. I don't think it because of the scrutiny, like Billy just said. I mean, you know, you can bring up stats to prove just about any position you want to take, but he, he does have some good points. He really does have some good points. And, and the scrutiny, I mean, I, I don't think you'll see a coach anywhere at any level stay in some place for 30 years sure. anymore. But the, Just, the, the, the troubling thing for me, Dan, and I've said this about Kenny Payne across the street, is when people say, well, you got to give him an offseason to go get guys in the portal and bring freshmen in. Based on last year, I, I don't have a lot of faith in that. And, and I think it, that's a reasonable concern and criticism. What I worry about with Cal is the last couple of years, 
what Billy brought up, and it's not Michael Jordan or Larry Bird. If he get, by the way, if Cal gets 10 Larry Birds, they're, they're winning the title. I just want to be clear. Um, the <laughs> um, is, is he going to be able to put that team together next year to be successful and make a run? It's been so long, Dan, that I don't know that I believe it. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, you can you can make that point. I mean, look at look at the people and they lo- they love to point it out down there. Uh, look, look at the people that they've got in in the NBA. Look at the people that are making not millions, billions of dollars. And and Cal's got one national championship to, to show for it. So, no, I, I get it. I, I understand. I, I really do understand. And and this is a team. And, you know, preseason is, is one thing. I mean, I think TCU wasn't even – I think TCU, uh, talking about football now, was, like, picked to finish eighth in in the uh, in the Big 12 and and wind up in the national championship game. But so preseason isn't anything, but there were enough people who thought this team had enough talent to be in the conversation for the NCAA championship and now we're worried about are they going to make the tournament. So no, I I get the frustration. I I understand what Billy's saying. Reminder that what's on the line for this team is that uh, in every four-year stretch of Kentucky basketball since the NCAA tournament's inception, there's at least one tournament win in those four years. Um, and so uh, not making the tournament and or not winning a tournament game this year uh, would, would snap a streak that has existed since, uh, frankly, the 1930s. And so, yeah. um, yeah. and that is, by the way, that is, that is how you know Kentucky basketball has incredible standards and is a super high-level program historically because of that kind of statistic. It's not making the tournament every four years. It's winning a tournament game yeah. within every four-year stretch. Right. And so right. that's a, you know, and look, there's COVID and there's different stuff, but they were terrible the COVID year, so it's not like they were going to make the tournament anyway. And I, I just, it, it, that's the worrisome part is when you start to hear a stat like that, Dan, it doesn't matter who's coming in next year if the trend is the wrong way. How hard is it to reverse the trend? I, I don't know. We don't know. We're not there yet. But it, it is Certainly, whatever the level is above concerning, um, very concerning, I guess, <laughs> that the that the success simply isn't there. And that honestly, I mean, I think one of the point I most agree with with Billy is whenever they go against either a good coach or a good, you know, a good group of talent, they're they're just behind immediately. I mean, it, it, yeah. it's it's eight, nine, ten, nothing, you know, 12 to two, 12, four kind of thing immediately and then they're playing catch up the rest of the game and and that's not how Cal wins games he's not a he's a front runner and that's fine he's a get out front stay out front kind of horse right <laughs> when he's coaching he needs his it, teams to be in the lead you know and that's why I've said all year long I'd like to know who's putting the scouting report together how much time they spend on on scouting and and how much time they they spend on preparation uh, for different teams to be able to say, you know, this this is a guy that can hurt you here. Don't let this guy do this here. I, I kind of think, and, and I don't know this for sure, I've never been to a shoot-around, uh, but I'm guessing that Cal has been so successful at different places and had such great players. I'm guessing it's more of this is what we're going to do, and – We'll let them worry about that. And and I, I, again, I have no no clue. I, I don't know what what I'm talking about. But as I watch the games, 
it looks like the other team, and I've said this all season, Louie, it looks like the other team is more prepared to play Kentucky than Kentucky is to play the other team. All right, so let's get to some of this. I, I agree with you, and that's not good. So simply put, it's not good. And frankly, it's unacceptable um, that they're spending like $12 million on a coaching staff and they're not prepared. That's It's unacceptable. All right, uh, let's get some Cal sound here. Avery, um, go ahead and just play his opening statement just after the loss here to Arkansas by 15 at home um, with a very good crowd, frankly, uh, at Rupp Arena. Give Arkansas credit. They were physical. They drove the ball. Our rim protection was awful. I can't get guys to body up and do this stuff. And they did a great job of bodying up us. All they, The blocks were not like out of – they just jumped – with two hands, they bodied up, and if you threw it into their arms, it was a block. We just got to do it, and that's why I went with Damian a little bit. Thought he was good again today. You could see severe. We had 15 turns. We've been averaging 10, 11 turns, but playing um, Kaysen as much as we did, we, we struggle with it. But they shot 72% in the second half. Come on. You're not going to win a game if they're shooting 72%. We tried some zone. We did some different things. We switched. They just they got downhill, and we there was no we just no one in there. One. Wait, wait. Did he say they tried some zone? Yeah, he did. They did. They there were there were a couple of trips uh, in the in the second half. Oh, there was no. there there were a couple of trips that they played zone. Oh, but I mean, you know, it was like two or three two or three trips, and okay. that was the that was the end of that. Did it look like a zone to you, Dan? Uh, yeah, I could tell it was a zone. Okay, all right. Play, keep I, I'm not going to tell you how effective it was. <laughs> Obvi- obviously, if they only played it two or three yeah. trips, it w- <laughs> it wasn't very it wasn't very effective. But no, I I did notice that in the second half they played zone a few times. All right. So, uh, uh, Texter wants to know, Dan, how did you think Frickin' Frack did last night? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I love that he's heard that criticism. I, I no. love it. I love the idea. No, that, that and, our... and what's even worse? What's even worse is when Marty Smith is the sideline. I don't reporter. know why he's there. I don't because know. there is. I mean, you know, we talk about we talk about uh, Dykes and how he likes to talk about you know him and his relationship with this coach and and who he talked to doing this uh, and you know kind of steering the the broadcast to him there in anybody who does that more than marty smith so um now um i uh, uh the, the best thing about last night's game is that i watched it with my brother-in-law oh and and my my brother-in-law and i've said this before he's one of the biggest uk fans if not the biggest uk fan but uh i didn't get a, a chance to hear frickin' frack much because Gene was giving me the commentary on the game. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. No, yeah. no, I don't like frickin' frack. We have a one of our one of our everyday listeners has just texted in four three seven nine six eighty on the UPS jobs text line. Appreciate you hanging out, um, texting and saying he doesn't like to fall back on stats and has always said that the UK was the top program because on consist uh, based on consistency. Excuse me. Um, every decade, that's no longer the case. Saying that the NCAA tournament is the be all is sorely misplaced, Louis. It's hard to win because of the random nature, but I want wins in the regular season. Th- that's fair. Um, what what I think the only thing I would say about that 
is it is easier to win games in the tournament if you win games in the regular season to get your seed up so that you play a worse team the first game in the NCAA tournament. So I think both are true. I think you and I are saying the same thing, sir or ma'am, who's ever texting again. And again, thanks for hanging out. I really appreciate it. Um, he was the one who sent in the skip uh, carry line the other day. If you promise to buy our sponsor's products, you, you have permission to go take your dog for a walk. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think both are true. I think you win regular season games so that it's easier to win the first game or two or three, whatever it is, in the NCAA tournament. And so we're not getting any of that right now. Literally, we're getting none of it. That's the problem. It isn't that we're getting one or the other. If we were getting one or the other, I think people would feel very differently. But when you're getting all the regular season wins last year, it didn't help against St. Peter's. That's a problem. And I don't think the St. Peter's game was a random game. I think they got outplayed by a 15 seed. And, and that's the problem. And yeah, when you well, see the I, run they went on, Kentucky should have been able to make that run last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I don't care if it's if it's a regular season, uh, if it's a preseason, if it's SEC play, if it's tournament play. You, you've got you, you can't decide before you show up if you've got, if you you have a chance to win the game and you you're going to play hard or not play hard i mean the, the answer to that is louie show up yes. every game yeah. show up play hard do the best you can now there's there are going to be times and it's just you know these kids aren't robots they're not machines they're human beings and so there are going to be times when your best just isn't good enough. But watching that game last night, I thought we got far, far, far from the best that that, that these kids are capable of playing. Agreed. All right, so uh, we'll get to break here. Reminder, some programming. Uh, Kenny Payne show tonight that is not a public one, 7 to 8 on 93.9, The Ville, and on ESPN Louisville uh, app as well across the hall there. And then, of course, after that, Ethan and Moore and Taylor Lynch, 8 to 10 on Louisville Sports Live on 93.9 and on the app as well. <clears throat> Eventually, Bellarmine will be back at it, and we are your flagship for Bellarmine basketball. That will be uh, tomorrow night, excuse me, at Liberty. Uh, so the uh, best way to listen to that show, of course, is here, or that show, because that game is here on 680-1057. We are your flagship for night's basketball. Doug Ormay, Mark Bug, will have you going around 645. Tip off right at 7 o'clock here on 680-1057 and on the app. And, of course, we are your, uh, your home for the Super Bowl. We'll be talking more Super Bowl as we go, and all of our big game coverage is sponsored by Cox's Spirit Shop and Evergreen Liquors and Isaacs and Isaacs Kroger and Liquor Barn. Lots of places. Good stuff. Uh, Dan, on the other yes. end, uh, we'll talk about how good Jeff Capel is. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want to get into more Cal sound because I, I, I think you're right. I think you can hear where Kentucky basketball is based on the length yep. of the no sound question. Sheet. And by the no way, question. all of the all of these all of these um uh all of these things that you've said that you know you'd like to know who's preparing. Do you know who could answer that question? Who Cal. Yeah. But he's been in a bunker for four months. Yeah. And for coaches yeah. the bunker never works. It never works. Well, he used to come on occasionally with Mike and I, and maybe it was because he liked Mike a lot more than he liked me. But uh, but I've I've 
put out the invitation, and I always get, oh, yeah, we'll work, we'll yeah. work with the schedule and see. But that, that's <laughs> a hell of a schedule, I'll tell you get. what. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, when you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than the bluegrass state. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or even venture deep underground, this is Kentucky. Plan that summer vacation today at KentuckyTourism.com. This segment with Dan Issel and Louis Rabot is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. All right, welcome back in. <clears throat> You're home for all things uh, wordless and musical here on Issel and Louis, t- taking you up until noon here on ESPN 680-1057. Uh, we'll fact check the State of the Union in about 15 minutes. Um, reminder, some programming here. Louisville, Miami. Um, Louisville on the road to Miami. Or excuse me, they're back home. Uh, excuse me, no, no, no. At the road on Miami Saturday. 5.30 pregame, 7 o'clock, play-by-play, Paul Rogers, Paul Vavano. And then 9.30-ish, you get that Coors Light postgame show with a very dejected Ethan Moore. All of that is Saturday night on your home for the cards, 93.9 The Ville, and the ESPN Louisville app across the hall. First hour of the show <clears throat> brought to you by our friends at KentuckyTourism.com. Make sure you go check them out for all the happenings around the state. Does Dan Issel watch the um, – do you ever watch the State of the Union? No. Yeah, I don't watch it either. Avery, are you a State of the Union person? I'm getting you're under the age of 30. No, All right, so, I, I um, stay out of the government. I stay out of the government. <laughs> See, that's the problem. That's it is the a problem. problem. My kids are the same way. You better start paying attention. That's, that's my advice for the day. I pay just enough attention. I, I bet you don't. All right, so. Uh, I pay a little. I, who's the Secretary of State? Oh, that's a. Oh, it's Pelosi. No, she's Speaker of the House. No, she's not. <laughs> I'm bad at names. I'm bad at names? I pay just enough attention. I pay Yay. a little. Okay. All right. <laughs> so when was the, what was the last State of the Union address you watched? I used to watch them in graduate school with friends... Um, that I knew I didn't agree with politically just to say things out loud that I knew they would hate. <laughs> but now I get to do this, so I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Anthony Blinken is his name, by the way. Anthony Blinken. Uh, he worked for the, in the Obama administration. Now he's back working in the Biden administration. It feels like a fake name. It does feel like a fake name. I agree with you. Yeah, it's like a stage name. His real last name is like Bianchioni, and he didn't want to have to go by Bianchioni for his whole life, so he's like, Blinken sounds better. I'll go by Anthony Blinken. Yeah, I'm with you. It does sound, sound fake. Speaking of fake, uh, the Cardinals played at Pitt last night. Um, moved to a hefty 3-21. If you call that played, if you call that played, they, show, they were on the court because they had to be. Blinkenbaker had a great stat. You ready for this? Yeah. Jeff Capel put in a student manager with five minutes to go. And Pitt outscored Louisville. <laughs> that was, uh, uh, you know, I've said before, I have watched every minute of every U of L game this year. Uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't watch the whole thing last night. Nope. I had, to, I'm with you. I, I, yep. I had to, I had to switch it over a uh, little after halftime. I had to switch it over and watch the uh, Auburn. Texas A&M game. That was a that was a spectacular game. All right, so uh, Lawrence Apitz, who I reference often on this show, 
went 10 and 52 as the Louisville coach. Will Kenny Payne get to 10 wins before his 62nd game, Dan? Uh, he better, or he won't be there for 60, uh, for 62 games. He, he better. I think the, the expectation next year, Louie, has to be that this team approaches 500, that they're like four and seven, uh, not four and seven, seven and 11 in the ACC, something like that. And if if that doesn't happen next year, then so, I don't think I don't think Kenny sees the third year. If they're seven and eleven in conference, they're over five hundred. Then right? Yeah. Well, they have to win those games that they lost this year by one point. Uh, App and uh, Wright State Bellarmine. and Bellarmine, yeah. I mean, they they have to win all those games sure. next year. Okay. They can't they can't do that. So yeah, they have to be close to five hundred overall, and you know, three or four games under five hundred in the ACC because the ACC I mean uh, it's not good Dan no it's not good no there's no no reason not to be better again you and I talk about this a lot it's you know it's the thing that Mark Stoops got really right two years ago is while other major football powers were down he went and got 10 wins Mm. right that's that Mm. is that's what you need to do when you are on the level of a Kentucky football take advantage of when other teams are down Louisville football and basketball have been in leagues where there's one good team and they're not they're not taking advantage at all, yeah, at all, yeah. And, and frankly, yeah. this year in basketball, is there is there really a good? I mean, like, there's no great team for sure. I mean, Clemson and Pitt are at the top of the conference. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think that I think the team that's playing the best basketball right now in the conference is the one that my, that that gonna go play. has coming up. That's right. I think Miami's playing better than anybody right now. There's our friends upstairs, Avery, right on cue, ten forty. Good morning. Glad you could wake up. I, I um, don't even know what that was or if that even was from upstairs. Like, it was a weird sound, and I've never heard that sound made in this building, except for, like, at a restaurant. Yeah. All right. Well, if you uh, missed the open of the show, Dan and I lamented um, Kentucky basketball. Uh, Dan tried to get out of our $100 bet, and um, – BB and Billy called in. You didn't to, answer me. I'll bring seventy-five tomorrow if you if you want to call it off. All right, Avery. So here's here is our situation. So I bet against Louisville in a basketball game. I'm the only person who's negative on Louisville basketball betting this year. And gave Dan fifty bucks <laughs> last week Tuesday, or was that Thursday? Last Thursday, excuse me. Yeah. Dan and I have a bet that Kentucky's going to be a double-digit seed or a single-digit seed in the NCAA tournament for one hundred dollars. So if they are a nine seed or better, Dan gets a hundred dollars from me. If they are a ten seed or worse. And I assume if they miss the tournament, I win the bet, Dan. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. Right. Yes. Okay. That, yeah. that I get the money. They lose to Arkansas last night, and they still have to go to Arkansas, and they have to play Tennessee, and they have to play Auburn. And they've got other road games. I mean, I, I, they got to go to Florida. Mississippi State, who's not a bad team. I mean, they're not great for sure, but I mean, like, yep. you don't want to run into a hot shooting in Mississippi State team all of a sudden if you're, or, or frankly, let's find out if Mississippi State can drive the lane, because if they can, they're going to score 300 points. Um, and so, should I take the $75, take my $25 win, or should I make Dan think about it for the last seven games? I don't know. It feels like a really tough schedule based off of how the other teams have played against right. the other schools. That but I can covered. cash out now and get my money and have it in my pocket. Yeah, I, I would probably cash out now. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like after last night, Kentucky may go into another slump. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, it's interesting when they've lost these games before that this is when they, they tend to lose. So they lost the bad Alabama game. 
Then they lost to South Carolina, but then they beat Tennessee. Right. <laughs> I mean, who's Kentucky's next game? I'm sorry. I, I, I had flipped over to UofL. I just want to uh, make sure I know the, the Kentucky schedule, too. Um, I have no idea. I uh, think it's Mississippi State, isn't it? No, not yet. No, it's Georgia. You're it's right. Georgia. It's on the road, yeah. Georgia? Yeah. No, they get Georgia at home. Uh, or no, on the road, Georgia. Oh. Excuse me, on the road, Georgia. Yeah. And that's yeah. on the 11th, so that's, uh, that's Saturday at noon. Boy, they better be awake for that one. Man, oh man. Don't don't go do that. I mean, Georgia's four and seven at conference are beating bad teams. Um, so don't play like a bad team. Oof. So I so I'm guessing you're not taking the seventy five. <laughs> I will tell you tomorrow. Okay. I will tell you tomorrow. All right. Um All right. so at Georgia on Saturday, uh text you're texting in. I'm a father of two kids who go to Xavier in Cincinnati, and I became switched on to Xavier basketball. After watching Xavier runs Sean Miller's offense, it's difficult to watch Kentucky and Louisville. Um and he's a first year coach there. So uh coming down uh, that's uh Pablo texting in. Thanks, Pablo. Appreciate it. Um, Z- the, um Xavier's got a nice little team this year. And it's his first year there. I mean it's just it yeah. you know, this evidence over and over of first year coaches putting together decently run teams that have obvious schemes and those sorts of things. And I watched, by the way, um, I had Izzo on my phone trying to give a game away against Maryland last night. Holy bleep. Oh, Dan, he was going to get my wrath if they lost that game last night. He. Hey, do you know who the star for Texas A&M was last night? <laughs> your your boy from Michigan State. You're damn right. Marble, let's go. Hey. Yeah, he had, Marvel he, had 20, he had 20 or more. The guy yeah, can score. That was, ain't it. He's just a he's, he's he's a little B. I mean, he is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he transferred and people were like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> that was the response. It was just like, oh, I thought he'd stay, but okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, he played he played well against Auburn last he night. He can that's score. That sure. That's not the yep. issue. It's not scoring. But, no, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> so they're up to so A&M's now 9-2 in conference. Man, oh, man. That's the other part of this. Kentucky slipped to fifth place with that loss last night. Mm-hmm. E- even with Auburn losing. So that that means they wouldn't get the... So they'll get an a, easier game in the SEC tournament, but it might be against a very bad team. So right now, they would play, like, they, they, they would play like Vanderbilt in the, NCAA, in the SEC tournament. Yeah, but they don't, get, they don't get a bye, right? They get a bye out of that first, the day of shame, whatever that is. The first, but, first but who? But but who? Uh, only the top four get a double bye, right? Okay. And so, All right. but again, what that's about is those metrics that you know we, you and I both don't love, but they matter, right? And and so, it's more about playing a quad three or quad four team, which essentially is the only thing that that can happen is that you lose. Because if you beat them, you, you drop in the rankings. If you yeah, lose to them, so it's why. death. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, you know, so it's, it's just bad all around. And so you want to avoid that game in general. So Kentucky is now teetering on the edge of, of, of you know, adding Vanderbilt to their schedule. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> ugh. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's yeah. just not. No, no. Not what we want to be doing if, uh, if, no. we're, if we're trying to cover good teams around here. So, um, all right. So, so do you want to do you want to comment on this Louisville Pittsburgh game, or are they just you know talking hey, about? Look, Dan, I talk- promised the listeners that we would fact check the State of the Union, so that's what we're going to do right now. Uh, Isla and Louie taking you up until noon. Here are the six promises that Joe Biden made last night, and I am totally kidding. Um, no, let's talk about something else. Um, I, I'm done with the local teams for this hour. We'll get back into it at the eleven o'clock hour. Um, I, I am. Um, Someone just suggested that Izzo and Cal are in the same caliber of coach. Izzo's been to the Final Four eight times. Settle down. I mean, that's eight times. That, that, settle down. Um, 
this this all right. So LeBron's the all time leading scorer in NBA history. Yeah, how about that? And Kareem was there to present him with the basketball. Who's the better all-time player? And why is it LeBron James? Because uh... I, t- I have a prediction about what you're going to say, and I have texted yeah. it to someone who listens to this show. So if you say it, I'm going to feel very vindicated, and I will send you a screenshot of the text that I sent this morning. Um. Well, I don't know that you can say. I mean, Kareem uh, was longevity. Kareem played 19 years. Uh, Kareem also had. And LeBron's in what, year 20? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 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 I like. I like Kareem, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kareem, that's why. Yeah, no, I get it. And I don't, I don't like LeBron for all of the other stuff he gets involved with, and you know, I really don't, really don't care much about what. No, his, do you know the difference actually between Kareem and LeBron on the social, on the social end, is that Kareem actually does things like I don't know, write articles in Time Magazine. And thinks, right? And thinks <laughs> they have similar. They have some. Gives you, they have some similar opinions, give, but you actually get a thought out piece about it rather than exactly. a tweet or something. I think e- that's exactly. the exactly. Yeah, e- exactly. So, um, no, I, I mean, you know, uh, I, I guess you'd have to say LeBron. Um, LeBron doesn't have as many championships as Kareem, does he? What he. Um, no, I think he's, no, he never had the surrounding cast that Kareem did. To be fair, yeah, but yeah. no, you're right. But you're absolutely right. If LeBron spends his whole career in L.A. and they don't ever sign, you know, uh, an Anthony Davis and, and bog down the 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 you know the salary with that, I think that he's got right. more championships for sure. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe. winning one. I, in, mean, I think I, winning one in Cleveland the way that he did is is one of the all time great runs by a player to carry a team to a championship. I agree with that. Okay. I, I think I it's I think it's an all time, all time kind but, of thing. But then you know, remember when they I'm taking my talents to South Beach and we're not gonna <laughs> win one, we're not gonna win two, we're gonna win four, five, six, seven. How'd that work out? Um you know, winning a championship is tough. Uh there's no there's no question about it. But I don't want to demean uh, this accomplishment. I mean, to score to score over thirty eight thousand points uh, in professional basketball. That's I mean, that's that's terrific. Congratulations, congratulations to him. What I what what I'm not saying is because he has that record, he's the best player to ever play in the NBA. No, I think I, I don't I don't I don't find anyone using that as the argument for him being the greatest player of all time. I, I'm interested, Dan. Do you think of LeBron as a great scorer? Uh yeah okay yeah it's interesting. Yeah, I mean he he was he was just as he's just as good a scorer as Kareem was. Right. Do you know Do you know what the difference is? I think is that visually watching the skyhook, watching Kareem do score the way that he did, it was almost artistic. It was beautiful, right? And yeah. how LeBron plays the game is. I'm a tank. Well, let me just let me interrupt you there. It wasn't too beautiful when it was going over the top of your head. I can only imagine. <laughs> what are the stats off the top of your head that um that I mean you you guys like like straight up? Kareem and I? Yeah. Uh I I I don't know. I know I know I read someplace where I played 62 games against him. Yeah. And and I had I wow, had some awesome. I had some success. Um 
because I made Kareem come out, you know, and, and try to do something he wasn't used to doing, and that was to uh, that. Have, have I ever told you the story about um, we, we're playing him in Denver? Okay. And Pat Riley is the coach, and I I catch the ball on the wing, <laughs> and Pat's Pat's about four feet behind me, and I can hear Pat yelling, "Don't go for the fake! Don't go for the fake!" I I broke out a good one. Got Kareem in the air and drove around and dunked the ball. Attaboy. The next three times down the court, Kareem dunked on me. <laughs> three times in a row. And after the third one, oh, I'm running back down the court next to him. And I said, I get it, big fella. I know what you're saying. You don't embarrass me and I won't embarrass you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, you know, I think it's, it, you know, it, one of the things I've enjoyed about doing the show with you is that you're willing to say things like Steph Curry's probably the best shooter of all time, even though he wasn't a contemporary of yours. And so if you tell me that Kareem's a better player than LeBron, I, I think you have more affinity for Kareem than you do some of the shooters you were playing against in your, you know, in your playing days. But at the same time, man, I, I don't know. I, I think that that title in Cleveland and, and just LeBron's longevity and, and I don't know. I think I think LeBron's a better all time player than Kareem is. Yeah, well, that I mean that's that's something we can argue about. Sure. You can you can bring up numbers that support your case and sure. and I can sure do it too. I mean, uh, you know, all of the all of the all of the attention is that LeBron scored 38 points last night and became the all-time leading And they scorer. lost to the Thunder. Oh, oh, by the way, <laughs> they lost They lost to OKC, and they're like, uh, they're not the... 36 and 38 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're like two from the bottom yeah. in the Western Conference standing. Nope, so you're right. I, I, don't think, I don't think I ever saw Kareem uh, and the Lakers two teams from the bottom in the Western Conference. Oh, I get it. Um, that's an interesting conversation. The other thing that stands out in my mind about LeBron's career, so for a long time in the NBA, and it's gone away now, we had the dynasty teams, and you had the teams that, that beat the dynasty teams to win their titles. So you had the Pistons beating the Celtics and beating the Lakers to win the two titles in the late 90s. Then the Bulls had to beat the Pistons to win their titles, right? So you mm-hmm. had that that dynasty breaking. Well, the Pistons made the, the conference finals six years in a row in the East, and it was LeBron who carried them 25 straight points himself in Game Seven at the Palace to get the you know to get the Cavaliers to the finals. They didn't win that finals, but they got there. He was a younger player right. then. That was before he had gone to, to Miami, and I think those are the kinds of performances that truly the all-time guys have. And he had it as a very young player. Yeah. I also want to say. In no time ever has there been more scrutiny and exposure for a guy at 17, 16 years old than LeBron James and then to live up to it. I mean, it, Great point. I, yeah. that, I don't hear about him off the court. I don't hear about him you know, doing whatever. I mean, you literally don't. And you can disagree with his social stances or what he does on social media and all those things, and I think that's fine. But you never hear about him that way. And for a guy to do that... You know, single single parent household to come out of all that and be as great as he is. It seems like his kids are pretty adjusted. I mean, that's Dan. That's pretty freaking remarkable. No, you're you're, you're absolutely right. And and look at last night. I mean, all the pressure 
all the pressure. Kareem's there. They're at home. Phil Knight's uh, right he, there. He needs yeah, 38 right. to break the record, and yeah. he gets it in three quarters. Yeah. I mean, you know, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. But uh, I'll still I'll still pick <laughs> I love it. Um, let's do the Nets real quick since we're on the NBA. Is Kyrie saying he felt disrespected by the Nets the most myopic thing that's ever been said by a human yeah, being? Okay, yeah, just no, <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that, that's the call. Uh, that that's the fallback, Louie. I've heard that. I've heard that for fifty years. I I I had a guy in Denver, and I won't mention his name, but that was you know he couldn't play dead and was making a ton of money, and I was on him constantly <laughs> because he needed to be on constantly. Mm. He was one of these guys. Uh, my future is set. I've got the guaranteed money. I'm going to retire uh, and and just you know. Still come in and put my uniform on, but I'm, I'm basically I'm basically done now that I've accomplished that. And that was his line all the time. You know, you don't you don't show him any respect. You know how you get respect? You show up, you work hard, and you play the game the right way. That's how you get respect. What I what I almost fell off the chair laughing was of Jason Kidd's comments oh, yesterday. Yeah. He's all about basketball. <laughs> He's all about basketball. Oh, you mean like last year when he wouldn't get a COVID shot and only played half the games? You mean like that, Jason, that he's all about basketball? He said he wants to be coached. Oh, you mean like when he he made the comment that he and Kevin Durant really didn't need a coach? that they could coach themselves on the floor. You mean like that, Jason? And, you know, he, he wants he wants to win. Oh, like the time he's missed games to go to some rapper's birthday party in Las Vegas? You mean, you mean that guy who uh, just wants to win? I mean, it's this, this will be disastrous. I mean, it might work out in the short term, but I hope Dallas – gives him the max contract and keeps him in Dallas because it'll fall apart just like it fell apart in Cleveland, just like it fell apart in Boston, just like it fell apart in Brooklyn. This guy, I don't care, and he's great. He he, he is, is great. Terrific. That's the frustrating part. He's unbelievable. I yep. wouldn't want him on my basketball team for anything. Well, there you go. Uh, should Kevin Durant have any word to say in Brooklyn about their choices, given that he like forced them to sign Kyrie. <laughs> uh, if, if he wants, <laughs> if he, if, if they want him to stay there because he'll be the next one, he'll be the next one to say, you know, and, and just to show how bad, I mean, he, he came up talking about Kyrie. He came up with his trade demand and it wasn't 24 hours and he was out of Brooklyn. Yeah. And they got Dinwiddie, who's a nice player. Sure. They got Finney Smith, who's a nice player. And they got a first round draft pick. Well, you know, that's pretty good for a guy who's going to be a. Oh, the draft pick is in 2029. <laughs> I didn't even know you could trade draft picks that far out. Yeah, they, we got a first rounder for him. It's in 2029. <laughs> I guarantee you the the general manager of the Brooklyn Nets will not be in Brooklyn in 2029. <laughs> Probably a safe assumption. 
All right. If you are uh, if you're making any kind of travel plans, of course, uh, we ask you to start with our friends in Kentucky Tourism and KentuckyTourism dot com. Uh, never too early to make those summer plans either. But during these colder months, maybe you want to check out something indoors, like a museum or a concert. Maybe even all those great dining options around the state. Those great restaurants we have here, right in the bluegrass. Check them all out at KentuckyTourism dot com. On the other side, we'll get back into the Kentucky game, where we feel like we are long term with them this season. Is this a tournament or bust team now? Or um, and, and frankly, what do they have to do the rest of the season to even be a tournament team? We'll talk about that next here on ESPN 680-1057. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at Athletico.com. 